Today is Wednesday, June 1st. The title for our devotional is Pursuit of the Kingdom. Yesterday we began looking at a series of parables Jesus teaches to describe the kingdom of God in Matthew 13. Let's read these two brief stories again. Matthew 13, verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. In the first parable, the character seems to happen upon the kingdom of God. One commentator suggests the character was likely plowing the field and then he came upon the treasure. In the second of the two parables here Jesus tells, we see the theme of pursuit that we've been tracing in this campaign. The merchant was, quote, looking for the pearl. The term looking is the same term from John 1.38 where Jesus asked the disciples, what do you want? Or uh, in another translation, what are you seeking? You can also say, what are you pursuing? As that word is often translated. Again, this is how the gospel writers describe discipleship to Jesus. Wanting, seeking, pursuing the kingdom of God leaving everything to follow Jesus and finding Christ himself to be the king of God's kingdom. The theme within pursuing the kingdom of God that I think I've overlooked so far in this campaign is the active nature of it. When I think of pursuit, I think of my dog Ace. He's a lab and a pointer, so there's lots of hunting genes in that boy. When I let him out into the backyard on a rainy day especially, he smells all the smells of the woodland creatures who have camped out in his yard over the past few hours since he had previously been out. He immediately goes into hot pursuit, running back and forth across the yard with his nose to the ground, following whatever scent he can pick up. He is so singularly focused on pursuing the scent and hoping to find a rabbit at the end of it that he pays no attention to whatever I'm saying to him. Usually, in, in the house, he is singularly focused on me, and whenever I say something, he immediately perks up his ears and pays attention, not when he's pursuing a rabbit outside. Similarly, when we value something, pursuing it, it requires efforts and work. When we had our first child, Shiloh, and the doctors let us take him home, which at the time I thought was a huge mistake on their part, Savannah and I had no idea how to take care of this tiny little human being. Yet we valued his health and well-being, so we read a bunch of books, looked up a bunch of articles, and asked our parents and other people for advice. We actively sought out the answers to the questions that we had to help our little human thrive. That took a lot of work and time on our part. For so many of us, when we think of the kingdom of God and discipleship to Jesus, it seems like a big, daunting task to pursue. That's because it is. I don't know where we got the idea that discipleship to Jesus will come easy. Perhaps we've misread the easy yoke and the light burden of Jesus to mean everything will be handed to us on a platter upon conversion, and the work of spiritual formation will require no effort on our part sanctification. Certainly, our justification before God is not achieved by following the law of Moses, but by God's election and our faith in Jesus. This is what Jesus meant by saying that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Surrender to the will of God does indeed bring peace and rest, but surrender is a regular practice that often does not come easy to our nature that desires control. Indeed, it gets easier over time as we see the fruit of this in our inner life but it can still be a challenge. Spiritual formation is also only possible through the work of the Holy Spirit in the believer, yet it requires a commitment to the disciplines. We are to pursue Christ not for our acceptance, that's the easy yoke again, but from our acceptance. He has accepted us and saved us, 
Therefore, we pursue Christ-likeness. In that sense, discipleship to Jesus requires no work on our part, at least the acceptance part. But the formation or sanctification part of being a disciple will require effort on our part. Discipleship to Christ, again, is an all-encompassing thing. It affects literally every area of your life. So the answer to, answers to the big questions that we have, they won't be simple. They will require us to think. Uncovering the idolatry of our hearts and the errors in our thinking won't come without time spent in reflection. The time we spend reading and praying could be used elsewhere. The offenses we will inevitably have to endure in Christian community will hurt. But all the effort we put into pursuing Christ and his kingdom is worth it. It's not that the sacrifices won't hurt. It's not that they're not sacrifices. It's worth it because Christ and his kingdom is of such a high value. Again, consider what we would be willing to give up to attain a treasure in a field or a pearl of great price. This is precisely what Jesus tells us in Luke 14, 25 to 35, when he calls us to count the cost of discipleship. I'll leave that to you to read for the sake of time. For additional content, I want to read a quote from Sky Jatani's book, The Divine Commodity. Title, the subtitle of it is Discovering a Faith Beyond Consumer Christianity. He writes, quote, My secret is that I want to be relevant and popular. I want my desires fulfilled and pain minimized. I want a manageable relationship with an institution rather than messy relationships with real people. I want to be transformed into the image of Christ by showing up at entertaining events rather than through the hard work of discipline. I want to wear my faith on my sleeve and not look at the darkness in my heart. And above all, I want a controllable God, small g. I want a divine commodity to do my will on earth as well as in heaven. Reflection time today. Have you thought of discipleship to Jesus as being easier than it really is? Have you been willing to put in the hard work of growing in your life with Christ? Or have you been looking for a divine commodity to do your will on earth and in heaven?